Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Yay, it's Friday. I'm so glad that Friday is here. Oh my God. And as we're recording this, you're what, one week into getting up at quarter past four every day. So how's it been? Yes. You know me so well. You know how much I love this job, even though it is quite difficult. The mornings are light and Jamie and I are in our flow. We're laughing. I mean, I come out the studio and I've got tears running down my <laughs> down my cheeks, not because I'm hating it, because I'm loving it. And my sides are aching and it's just, yeah, it's not really a job. It's, it's dream dream scenario. So yeah, I'm having a great time. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. This is actually day one of the school holidays as we're recording this. And I've just had Gigi come in and tell me that Axel's just spilt his drink all over the sofa. Um, And yesterday, Gigi pooed herself so badly in her knickers that I had to put her in the shower and then the bath straight after because just one of them wouldn't yeah so this is where we are now so it'd be really interesting to see where we are in like three weeks time um (laughs) this is where we're starting we're starting low um but you know it's all good it's It's gonna be okay George yeah it's fine it's you know it's gonna be okay it's It's gonna be okay we're all gonna be okay (laughs) we are we're gonna be we're gonna be fine and we're gonna get through it together now this topic that we're covering today on the podcast is actually something that's really hit hard with so many people and I don't think we realized just how many people are going through this at the moment a couple of weeks ago we chatted to Hayley McQueen and she spoke so much about you know having one child and how she'd become a mum a bit later in life and whether it would even be possible to have another child the guilt she had surrounding that Um, Mm. and it really hit a nerve you know so many of you said that Hayley exactly what she said is how you're feeling we thought it would be a good idea to do another episode around siblings um so Mm. some of you have shared your experiences you know how you get on with your brothers and sisters how you're feeling about having one child two children Mm. three children and then also you've sent in some questions yeah and I think also it's kind of this would be the moment to point out that when we first started talking about this subject and thinking yeah we should do another one we were thinking about that you know the the conversations that you're probably having about transitioning potentially transitioning from one to two or maybe you know if you were an only child but what it did for me was brought up quite a lot of stuff about my relationship with my own sister and how 
bad it used to be. I mean, mm. me and my sister, we basically could not stand each other from about the ages of about nine. She was probably 11, I was nine, until we were, I was 30. Our relationship wow. was completely shot to pieces and it got really nasty. We didn't speak to each other for a very long time. There was a lot of jealousy. There was a lot of insecurities. There was not a lot of supporting one another. It was really, really toxic, actually. Um, we've done a lot of unpicking and actually it only came back together again when we lost our dad. It was almost like that was the moment where we were like, we're on our own here because my mum's in Kenya. We've got, you know, we, we, we've got to try and heal. But I do think that sibling relationship can be mm. absolutely incredible, but also really destructive if it's not if it's not, you know, working in balance. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we have like such an sort of idealised version of what siblings should be. And, you know, oh, if you have two girls, they're going to grow up and they're going to be best friends and all of that. And mm. actually, the re- that's not the reality. And it can feel dreadful you know especially when Mm. you hear friends or you know family saying oh gosh we're so close I would do anything for my for my sibling if you're not that's not your reality and Mm. you don't grow up to be the same people even if you've got the same parents it doesn't mean you're going to get on like it really Mm. doesn't Mm. Um, and it can be challenging I'm sure I mean I, I don't have any experience with it yet do I because I'm an only child but definitely like I think about my friends they're not like best mates with their their siblings or some no. you know some are close but not yeah not how I guess I would have imagined imagined a sibling relationship to be I think I think once you realize that your sibling or you know if, if you're watching your your kids kind of interact with each other once you kind of get your head around the fact that like you just said George they're not you and you're not them you're no. not going to be the same person I think for a very long time I wanted my sister to be just like me so that we could mm. be best friends and that's the only way I thought that our relationship would be able to flourish but actually once I suddenly realized that she was her own person and she could do what she wanted I wasn't trying to mold her into I don't even know why I was, I was so obsessed with it I was like she could be different to me and we could still be friends did a lot of learning really was yeah. like a biggest a really big growth an area of growth in my life that I've kind of been through so listen loads of questions um, around this subject loads of kind of comments around it so, so let's get into it George do you want to kick us off yeah this isn't so much a question but um something that Chloe sent in two years apart and as we approach our 30s we're only just properly connecting always felt different forward slash wrong but as I've spoken to more friends it seems so common so that that's exactly what we've just spoken about you know this girl well this woman and her sibling haven't actually connected until they're in their 30s and actually that's quite often when people think that they have found who they truly are so it's really Mm. interesting that that's the time when they've come together because Mm. like you say you realize you don't have to be the same as your friends or the same as the people you surround yourselves with Mm. and you can appreciate people for their quirks and their differences um Mm. so yeah I found that I found that really interesting yeah Yeah, totally totally um Gillian says two boys so much fighting how to handle Gillian welcome (laughs) to my house where basically I've got UFC like cage fighters that live in my home um dressing up as four and five-year-olds I mean it's it's unbelievable Luna and Kit fight phys- physically fight punch hit scratch wrestle kick all the time all mm. the time it's actually become a bit I mean it's a game and then it becomes really serious and you know Kit will come over and you know really lamp her or there'll be a biting incident or there'll be a Luna kick him in the face like he like she gave him a black eye last night because she oh elbowed him in the eye um, and that's coming up that's swelling up really nicely so the physical side of it I'm kind of a bit like just get on with it I can't keep breaking I don't feel yeah. like the, the, the worst referee in the planet but I just have to leave them to it but when they start getting really nasty that's when because sometimes 
sometimes when Isla comes, the balance is uplifted slightly and it takes them a couple of days. And, you know, I can hear the language. And the minute they start really not working as a team, I'm, I'm quite strict on them. So I think with the physical fighting stuff, my advice would be, to a point let them get on with it otherwise it's exhausting for you yeah. they're, gonna, they're gonna hurt each other they're gonna get scrapes they're gonna get scratches but you can't keep trying to manage it no and I think as long as you sort of keep reminding them that somebody you know someone probably will get hurt and that's gonna yep. be up to you guys so just mm-hmm. so you know I've, I've given you a warning that this mm-hmm. is probably gonna happen but yeah mm-hmm. I agree it's exhausting um, I mean at the moment it's more Gigi picking on Axel so we'll see, <laughs> we'll see if the table's turned such a teaser I love yeah um, What's the dynamic of three thinking of having a third? Mm, that's an interesting, really interesting question. The dynamic of three, well, obviously we go from two to three and it's very interesting to watch what happens to Luna when Isla ar- arrives. Like, Let me just start off by saying that Luna adores adores Isla so Mm. you know that is where that's where we start from and three of them as I said when they start working as a team it's a beautiful thing to watch but initially it's really off balancing for Luna because she goes from the eldest to then the middle child child, and and now we're getting a situation where like Luna came home from school an amazing report you know she's she's really magnetic Isla feels very jealous there's lots of like kind of snapping and 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 I can see that Isla's very put out even though we're trying to you know, we're not making it unbalanced. It, it, it's it's quite hard. And that, and that's the girls. You know, Isla gets on really well with Kit. Those two play yeah. really, really nicely. He will go to her for stuff. Whereas the girls, bit of, bit of intertwined, like, in, yeah, it, it, there's, je- there's going to be jealousy. Yeah. And I think it really depends as well because like different age gaps and all that kind of stuff. One of my best mates, she's had quite a big age gap. Her two boys are a little bit older and then she's just had a third boy. And th- the dynamic there is lovely because the boys have almost taken on the younger one because they don't mm. feel like you say there's there doesn't feel like there's any rivalry because there's such a big age gap mm. um and it's and it's kind of softened them in a way so having that younger sibling to kind of care for and um I mean I'm sure it's not always it's not always <laughs> like that but you know from the outside looking at it I'm like gosh they have actually really changed since they had a younger brother yeah um so it's really difficult isn't it if I think about having a third which I'm not by the way but if I did so I, she says I can imagine it wouldn't go down too well with Gigi like I really don't think it would but maybe in a three or four years time it might be better I don't know then if, I really but then don't if know. you had a boy you know which you know I still as a child, I don't think will. it matters I don't you don't think it would matter to her because I thought that but actually having Kit as our youngest it helps the girls out quite a lot Does I think it? like I think if there was a third girl in the mix that would be even more challenging to manage yeah. uh, my friend of mine's got four girls and she's like whoa like we're starting to get into a real stage with them where they are being quite catty and they can be a bit kind of pokey and slightly nasty to one another and that I mean yeah I guess it's just a dynamic you have to you have to manage if I hold up another baby she gets really jealous yeah at the stage now where she's really jealous she goes that's my mummy no even if James comes near me she's like furious with him (laughs) or Axel I mean it's really it's it's actually a bit scary Jesus Um, yeah it's it's a lot but I don't know if it's just her age you know maybe it's just this sort of stage of her life where remind me never to hug you in front of Gigi no don't Jesus Christ no (laughs) Um, okay this from Liz so so scared second child will negatively affect relationship with my first also that I won't love as much and I really really related to this question yeah. because do you remember when I was pregnant with Kit yes. and I just spent the whole time just bursting into random tears because mm. I was so worried that I wasn't going to be able to love him as much as I loved her and mm. I was so concerned that it would break that really sort of special unique bond that I had with Luna 
I couldn't have been more wrong, but I hear Liz's thoughts and I really like let's honor them because yeah, she's absolutely right. They are yeah. really, really natural and normal. And I'm telling you something, it might not happen instantly because even when Kit was arrived, I was obsessed with making sure that Luna was okay. Yes. And then Luna had to do some shifting and some working and figuring things out. And it was the best process for her. It is tricky though. Definitely. Yeah, it is. No, it definitely is. And I you think so. Yeah, like I guess with uh, with the two of us, we didn't necessarily like plan our seconds. Like no. you you always knew you wanted another child. I didn't actually know I wanted another child. Yours, you know, it, yeah. it happened quite quickly for you. I guess for me, it just happened quite out of the blue. So I definitely felt like that for a really long time. Like mm. all the way through my pregnancy, I mm. felt really weird about what it would do you know to my relationship with Axel and how he would feel and looking back I I did sort of I guess I did speak to people about how it was going to be like I sort of did all the things I put the things in place to make sure that he would feel you know feel okay when Gigi arrived I did all the things that I could do and then yeah like just just a second it's not always going to be plain sailing but you will absolutely get there yeah agreed (laughs) I love this can't play together can't play separately yeah Right? Can't Yay! play together but can't play separately. They will get to a point where they can they can play together and separately. Yeah. But it does I wonder what the age gap is. I wonder how old they are now. Because Kit and you know, Kit and Luna for ages just exactly that. They were just snatching off each other and didn't want to, you know, share or get involved. And now they play really nicely when they want to. Yeah, I see I guess I see like little glimpses of Axel and Gigi playing nicely together. In fact, they're probably downstairs playing nicely together now because it's quiet. Either that or they're like drawing on the walls or something. But mm. it, it it's yeah it it, it kind of goes through phases with us like they'll they'll get on really well for a little a short amount of time and then they'll suddenly like not not get on well and then they almost antagonize or she antagonizes him when he's trying to play by himself Mm. i'll tell you who i'm noticing it with most in the house at the moment is isla and luna because they used to play so beautifully Uh, you know isla has just turned nine and actually i think Mm. nine's quite a tricky age because she's desperate to you know have her own mobile and be on tiktok and do all the dances and wear the lip gloss and i'm like you're still nine you're just a little Mm. girl like as far as i'm concerned that's not where we're at with you but luna is is five like when they were sort of seven and three feels like a massive gap feels like a really big gap suddenly and you know luna still wants to play with her dolls and do the kind of like Lexi doll setup thing with beds and you know fill up the mm. fake bath and all that kind of stuff and Isla's like I'm just learning this Lizzo dance actually so can you just back off a bit so yeah, they're, they're not really finding common ground anymore if if Gigi was with Luna they would probably get on play because dolls. they would do yeah they, they'd be happy to play dolls and do all that yeah. kind of stuff but yeah like you add on a couple more years and then it will shift mm. again that mm. is really interesting it's just I, I guess is nine a tween would was that would that be classed as a tween or as 10 classed as a tween? I would definitely consider Isla, like she would, she'd be happier sitting and talking to the adults than yeah. she would be going off to play with the kids. And so I'm constantly saying to her, go on outside, go and hang with the kids, go get on with it, go get on with it. Or we have a play, play, like a play date, someone to, that, you know, somebody of her age, a 10 year old that she can hang out with because yeah, yeah she is a bit like, oh, get them away from me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, not close with brother. He lives around the corner, but we've never been that way. And then a sad emoji. Mm. 
That's gosh. sad. It is sad. But what can you do? Like, if yeah. it's never been that way, have you tried reaching out to him? Have you tried to said that you tried to say that you want to have a different relationship? You know, have you tried to sort of meet in the middle, literally and figuratively? Like, maybe there can be something that you can bond over. But um, yeah. I guess it's like sometimes two people just don't gel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and that is the whole thing, isn't it? You you can be siblings and brought up in exactly the same way and have all the same opportunities, but ultimately be just completely different people that don't really want to hang out together that much. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It is interesting because James has got three sisters and I sort of watch their dynamic and they're all quite different and they do argue (laughs) really like sort of bicker and stuff. Yes. But they live close close together and they almost do everything together and I don't know if sometimes that's too much you know like that is that too much that then then they don't have their own like separate life I don't know it's just in I find it interesting because I don't have that you know like for me watching I'm just like really intrigued by intrigued by it I guess I don't think I don't think it can ever be too much I think if you want to spend time with somebody regardless of whether they're your sister or not it's really it's really lovely I mean I would love to spend more time with my sister she's an hour and 40 minutes away so I'm going there today and I'm literally buzzing to get on that train and go down to see her she's just so much fun but yeah I don't know I think whatever works for you I mean Dozza hasn't I've never met Dozza's elder sister wow they don't talk they do not have a relationship at all and it's it's heartbreaking because the kids have never met their aunt gosh it's mad. Yeah, it's eight it years. is. It is mad. It, but yeah. then I think about it and I think, right, so imagine you had three best friends, okay, and you spent mm. every, like, bit of your spare time with those three best friends. They would drive mm. you mad, wouldn't they, eventually? Yeah. Like, so I, I always think about that. Is there two, like, okay, we're talking about people, like, siblings that don't see much of each other, but equally maybe then you're just those types of people that need space. <laughs> I don't know. And you do treat your siblings differently. You do have a different relationship with you. Like you'd say things, I'd say things to my sister that I would never say to a friend. Yeah. Like sometimes I can be a real bitch to her. And I'm like, why am I being so nasty to her? Like I love her so much that I'm like, I'm really sorry for being such an arsehole. I'm really like, the way I was yelling (laughs) at my mum the other day, I was like, who am I? This is horrible. But I think in a way, because of the family unit, you sort of revert back to when you were kids. Like when there's an argument, that comes up, you suddenly yeah. that thirteen-year-old girl again yelling at your big sister because she's taking your hair straighteners. Don't love take oh gosh, them. we've got what's happened next, man? Gigi tried to bite me. Gigi tried. Oh, to there bite we go. You. Right on cue. Get a card me. She wanted to get a card off of you, and she tried to bite you. Well, why don't you just go and play in your room, yeah, away from her? My okay, but I'm sure you'll get it back. Oh, All right. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's happening. Yeah, this is. We'll be right back after this short break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Someone here has actually just said, thankful I have my brother so we can both worry about our parents. Burden, not just on me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. You worry about that, do you? Yeah. Not so much now. Um... Because my parents, I guess, are both like okay, but my granddad's really poorly at the moment, and my mum and my auntie are like sharing that load. Yes, and I think that's really highlighted to me now that that would just be me, like that would just be down to me if that yeah. happened. And also, just in general, like I, I worry about my mum and dad so much because I'm, I guess, yeah, like I'm the one who. I, I'm just the person who needs to look after them. I don't know. It's really weird. It is weird. I really do hear you on that one. And and actually, you're you're right. And there's nothing that I can say to you at this moment that's going to make that better. No. Ultimately, that responsibility will lie on your shoulders. And if you yeah. lose one parent before the other one, yeah. um, you know, you're going to have to be grieving the fact that you've lost a parent, but also fully in support mode for your parent who's you know who's lost who's lost their life partner. And it's shit. And actually, yeah. I'm so grateful that I had my sister when my dad died because yeah. I wouldn't have been. I, I wouldn't have wanted to go through it, but you know what? You, you've got me, and you've got oh, your mates, and we'll you. and we'll help. And I think at those moments you have to lean on your friends. Of course, time. yeah, exactly. No, and I do, and I do sort of talk to like my cousins and stuff. Like particularly, like I worry about my mum. Like she, you know, with my what's going on with my granddad yeah. and losing both her parents. Maybe in in a couple of years, I do what you know. I do speak to yeah. people about it and make sure I'm supporting yeah. her. But yeah, that's I guess that's just the reality of being yep. an only child, isn't it? There's yep. nothing you can do about it. Um, this is from Nat. Should I put them in the same room? If so, what age is best to start? Girl is nearly three and boy is nine months. Oh, this is so interesting. What do you think? Well, I've been trying it now and again with Axel and Gigi because Gigi's still in a cot in her bedroom mm-hmm. and she's tiny. So it's not like she's going to grow out of it anytime soon. Hmm. <laughs> But I'm aware she's three, so I think, yeah. oh, I should probably do it. So I've been putting her in Axel's room, like, on the odd night. She's on the bottom bunk, he's on the top bunk. Yeah. And sometimes they just piss about, and sometimes it's really cute. Like, I find them, like, cuddled up next to each other, and, you know, they oh. go downstairs together in the morning, and they have that time. And I'm like, that's really, really lovely and really sweet. Um, so I think maybe this age, like, three and almost six, is quite it seems like a decent age to do yes. it yeah. but then but then they oh, i don't know they do disturb each other i oh, i don't know yeah, what do I you don't think? Know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, so Kit sleeps on his own in his room, um, and then I have been putting the girls in a room together since since I can like I think probably Luna was about two, so she was still in a cot and she was in a room with Isla. So the minute that Kit came along, basically, I, we had to move Luna out of her own room and into you know to share a room with Isla, right. and that was working really well. There was a few disturbances, but actually the girls loved it, and Isla looked like loved it because she was kind of in charge of Luna and was really sweet and would come in and be like, "Oh, Luna's you know she's woken up and she needs you and stuff like that." So that was really nice. Now, however, Isla is like please can you give me my own room 
And so actually what we've done is, because the girls have got a really nice room in the house, but and then there's a room off that room, which I was going to turn into like a snug so they can mm. have bean bags and more of a chill out. She's like, I want that room as my bedroom. And I'm like, okay, but it's not that big. And she's like, I do not care. I just want a door that I can shut away from my sister. Okay. And I was a bit like, oh no, this is really sad, but it's not. She wants her own space. So we that's I showed you the photographs on Instagram. Yeah. That's what we've been doing. We've been creating that room that will become Isla's space. And actually, if Luna and Kit want to sleep in together, they can do. They love of sleeping in the same room together there is something about that and I think actually when we recorded the podcast with the pediatrician um and she was sort of saying she's like big into co-sleeping and all that kind of stuff and if you're not necessarily into co-sleeping which I'm not really I mean I occasionally like it then that is quite a good solution to put your kids in together because it's like a fact that people sleep better when they're with somebody else yeah so that's almost like a then they have each other. So if they are like a bit scared or, you know, they need a bit of comfort, then they might find that with having like a sibling in the room. So Absolutely. that's, yeah, it's another way of looking at it. Love that. You can answer this one, George. Yeah. Will my daughter be lonely as a teen or an adult without a sibling? I really haven't felt lonely. I really haven't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think maybe more so when you're little, that's the stage when you might feel lonely because you can't make your own arrangements. So like your arrangements are always made by your parents. So Mm. my mum and dad would always make sure that I had like a few clubs after school or, you know, on a Saturday, I used to go out pretty much for the whole day and and be like a dance thing, but from like nine in the morning till like three in the afternoon. So I'd have, you know, I'd be around loads of kids all day Saturday. But as I got to a, a teen and then an adult, I have my friends Mm. And like, you know, and bought, you know, James is like my boyfriend. And I, I don't know, I, I didn't definitely not in um, my teens and adult years. I think if anything, it would have been when I was like probably Isla's age when I couldn't make my own arrangements, <laughs> but, I want, but I wanted to, <laughs> yeah. um, that I probably had the frustration. But I do think on a positive being an only child, you do really learn to occupy yourself yep. and like be okay in your own company. Um, and I, yeah, I, yeah, I think you become, yeah, you, you, you really appreciate your own company when, when you're an only child. So mm. I don't know if you'd necessarily feel lonely because you'd be used to it and probably quite like it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And you also, you're so independent, George. You know, you've traveled, you pick up and travel everywhere. You know, you, 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 you're you an amazing kind of grafter as well. You, you're, you're kind of very self-sufficient on your own, which is yeah. such a lovely quality to have. Whereas I'm a bit more like, I need someone to touch my foot when I fall asleep at night. <laughs> that sounds weird, but while feet touch and when I don't have that, I'm like, this is weird. I don't like being on my own. Um, so yeah, I think there's, there's sort of pros and cons to yeah. both sides. Exactly. Yes. Because I just want to reassure this person. Does anyone struggle with one child more than the other? That's from Lou. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Always. You're not alone. (laughs) We need a whole podcast to discuss that. We really, really, really do. (laughs) I wonder wonder who I struggle with more. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. You you never talk about the other one. So, although he did just feature on the podcast, so it was lovely to have Axel with us. He did. Yeah. No. And also, do you know what, as well? I think we always think, oh, you know, the younger ones are the, you know, the problem ones because they're, you know, they're going through things at a later stage. They maybe shout a bit louder because they have to. But actually, sometimes it's personalities. Like the children's personalities might just, one's a little bit more challenging than the other. And that's just the way it is. But yeah. 
definitely and I think that's so normal yeah, I don't know is. anyone who doesn't feel like that I mean there's so many questions about age gaps you know when's the right age gap is three years too much is six years too much is 18 months too little um what would you say about that oh god I I just don't know because obviously I had my two very close together and even though once I was in the mix you know what's another baby there's already chaos at home so what's one more type thing um, and now they play really really well but actually perhaps if Luna had started school uh, I would have had more time with Kit because I did feel mm. like I had two babies at home which was really hard so I actually I actually don't know what the right age gap is you might be you might be under the same guise as me which was just get it done like, I wanted yeah. to, to just bang them out because I wanted them to be close in age and I didn't have time to hang around you know my, my, my fertility stuff so yeah I just think whatever works for you if you can be if you can be a bit more precise with it and maybe wait till one child goes to school I think that might yeah. be a little less a little less exhausting but I don't that's know. what I was yeah I was gonna say that because when Axel was when Gigi was born Axel is almost three and that's financially that was quite a good decision because quite often people yeah. get at, you know some funding for preschool when they turn three yeah so then it meant yeah. that I never had two sets of proper nursery fees so if like if you're looking at it in that way that's that's quite a good you know three years is is, is I guess quite a good age gap but then equally if you go mm -hmm. a bit further and you go for like six years or seven years you have a real helper as well yeah so and you can almost concentrate on them both you know individually so I don't yeah I don't think there's a, a right or a wrong but you know whatever way you do it you're going to make it work so of course you are of course you are okay so it's time to move on to our products and we're going to do ones that the kids are loving this week i'm going to kick us off with um i mean luna and isla every time we go to the supermarket they're like can we have mini brands have you heard of mini brands no tell me about them so basically you know well i don't know if you're obsessed with but when i was little i was obsessed with like normal sized things but then smaller mini. versions oh my gosh yeah I, I mean I still am like I still will steal the mini ketchups if we stay in a hotel like right. a little glass yeah, love, oh, yeah love a little mini version yes well this is everything that you could possibly want but small versions so oh Luna really loves she's got like Luna shop at home and she just loves filling up her shop and she's like mm, when I come home she's like mummy do you like a sandwich with some ketchup and I'm like sure okay this sounds like a great combo and then I've been served these mini brands thing but you can get them in Sainsbury's upstairs like in the oh, toy section wow and they're like oh, wow. six Squid and you get five mini brands at what so every time we go we just get a different one. Not every time. Gosh, I think mine would love those. Actually, this is another mini thing. Maybe maybe there's a theme here. And <laughs> um, my gosh, Polly Pockets. Did you have Polly Pockets when you were oh, little? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean they're new they're not so little now. Like Gigi's got quite a big ice cream one, but I just bought her a tiny little one for when we go camping. Right. And it's like a little football stadium. And oh my gosh, all the little bits and pieces. She will play for hours with them. They are Brilliant. so cute. Yeah, they're really, really cute. And actually, Axel, you, you get quite interested in it as well, don't you? she's <laughs> <laughs> still there still um, I'm going to move on to um, Lego Duplo which is really good for kind of anywhere between sort of 18 months and maybe sort of three and a half four Kit's still yes. playing with his there's a new one out called Wild Animals of South America um, and Kit is just spending hours and hours and hours playing with it building it you know identifying the, the um, animals he's obviously starting school in September so I sort of wanted to like you know have fun and play with him but also help him out with a few more 
bits of information about the world. He's learning as well. Yeah. Um, we've mentioned this before, but I do think it's a really lovely thing for siblings to do together. If you get some kind of audio player, so actually that could be Audible on your on a tablet, that could be the Yoto player, that could be the Tony box. For me, that's one time that Gigi and Axel will sit together and listen to a story and they just love it. So anything like that, I think can really bring like all kids and all ages together if they can just sit down and listen to something really special. It's a really lovely idea. And then, of course, if you've got, um, you know, a new baby coming into the family and you're maybe worried about introducing it to your, you know, your eldest um, child, then what we did with Luna was we got her a jumper from Etsy, which said sister on the back of it. And she absolutely loved wearing it. She was like, I want to wear my sister jumper today. So you can get anything like that. Obviously, like Etsy, not on the high street, really great um, sites that we love using for like personalised gifts. Yeah, they feel important then, don't they? They do, they do. And you can get one for you as well, saying shattered. (laughs) Yeah. Exhausted. Yeah, done in. <laughs> Maldives question mark. <laughs> um, thank you so much for sending in all of your questions. As always, these Friday Q&As are our favourite and we couldn't do them without you. And if you please have time to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast, that would be amazing. Yeah, and please do keep us in the loop with anything that's coming up in your lives that you'd like us to do a Q&A on. Just drop us a DM on Instagram. We're on at Made by Mummers. We do try and read every message, but do like remind us if we haven't replied or if we haven't covered the topic that you want us to cover. <laughs> And we'll be back on Tuesday. Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.